picture this. It's Friday night. The long work week has officially concluded, or maybe you just got off of school and your mother said, hey, you know what? We are going to head over to Blockbuster so you can finally get that copy of a Super Nintendo game that you've been talking about all week. You'd head over there. You drive. You check out the box art. Behind that, there's that one available copy. You get it. You get some popcorn. You get some delicious sweets, and you have yourself the best weekend ever. And maybe you're not even a gamer. You could do that with movies and all of those things. But it seems that that is definitely a thing of the past because even a couple of years ago, you talk about this in the form of Redbox. And even though that is an option, most people definitely fall under the Netflix flag, Amazon Prime, and things like that. But on a cast of the past, we love the past. So that's why we are going to be talking about our blockbuster memories of not just maybe blockbuster, but rental places as a whole. So the nostalgic ride is going to be in full force with a brand new uh, episode available each and every Sunday with yours truly, Juan Velas. I am from Puerto Rico and joining me for this uh, very special and just sad episode as we, we naturally talk about a thing that is no longer available from Boston, Massachusetts, Ryan McNulty. Now, Ryan, in your case, when was the last time that you recall actually heading over to a rental place? The last time I remember was probably in college. So to date myself, this probably puts it around, I want to say 2011. And we went wow, to so a decade ago. We went to, I'm pretty sure these are pretty common as well as Hollywood video. I don't know if you had any in your area, but we didn't have them here, but I saw. A yeah. Couple. Yeah. So they, I think they were kind of like the next most popular uh, next to Blockbuster. I don't even remember what we rented, but that is the last time I remember actually going into a video rental store. And after that, it was kind of just over. Netflix was at that time definitely doing like their mail-in DVDs and that was starting to take off along with you could watch The Office even back then on the streaming service. So that was like the humble beginnings really starting to take off for Netflix. For me, must have been about 2012 because, yeah, kind of like you, you know, we're basically the same age. Uh, it was college and it was when the PS3 came out. So my first ever Blu-ray was The Condemned, uh, starring Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> and that wasn't a blockbuster. That was a Vito Avenue. I'm pretty sure that was a, a local thing. That wasn't a thing over there, right? Um, it might have been, but none in my area. So basically, that's the one that I went to. And I remember that was just always a great experience of going there. But afterwards, I started to get into the whole rental thing, kind of like Netflix. We had a local place where you could, I think it was like 10, 15 bucks a month. And then they would just mail you the different games. And eventually, I did get into Netflix with the uh, the DVDs, which even that feels ancient. I think that feels even older than going into a place and renting because that always annoyed me. It's like, you get to go to a website, but then you order it, and then you have to wait for it to arrive, where I could have just like walked over to the Blockbuster, right? Was that a thing that you were into? So for the Netflix like DVD mail-in thing, I yeah. actually never did it. My sister had a Netflix account, and I think she mostly just used it for the streaming service. I don't know if she ever did the mail-in DVDs, but I did have a, a friend who was doing that, who was actually mailing it back and all that stuff. I just was kind of the, uh, for Netflix, actually, I've always been the freeloader. I've ne to this day, I've never had my own Netflix account. I always just- So you're one of those yep, people. Okay. I just poach okay. off of everybody else. Man, but- 
Uh, This is a topic that I've been wanting to talk to you about for a very long time, and I'm happy you actually suggested it. We're going to be bringing up a lot of stuff from the Discord, which if you haven't joined, it's over at acastofthepast.com slash Discord. We asked the question of, like, what is your favorite or most memorable uh, experience when talking about Blockbuster and rental places as a whole? And as we have this conversation going, I'm actually going to bring up a couple of those. But in your case, Ryan... When you think about Blockbuster, when you think about going to a rental place, is there an experience? Is there a day? Is there a game or a movie that just it, it just exemplifies what that experience was like for you? There's definitely a couple games that always come to mind for me, um, ones that I probably rented more than once. But for me, growing up, there's always a specific when you like say blockbuster there's always a specific blockbuster that i regularly went to as a child that will always come to mind like i can still picture the whole layout of the store in my head but can you smell it uh, a little bit yeah there definitely always was that smell to a blockbuster but that humidity that old never clean yeah. carpet smell yeah and, and you always just think of especially with the movies you look at like the back shelf and there is just whatever the new release is there's like a full wall of copies and i always usually think of the matrix like the first matrix movie and remember seeing like a full wall of like the the vhs or dvd case it was probably dvd at that point but we might have even rented on vhs to be honest uh because even then i think they were still by that point still doing a lot of vhs yeah, stuff. i was still on vhs yeah. by the time matrix came out mm-hmm. yeah because matrix was like right on the line where dvds were pretty pretty new hey that that's a good question like like, what do you think about most when you think about, in this case, like movie rentals? Is it VHS or DVD? Because for me, like, uh, it really was VHS. I remember, uh, yeah. you know, here in Puerto Rico, it's probably very different than all of you guys because here we had three different types of the same movie. So we'd had we'd have the one in English, then we have English with subtitles, and then we'd have it in Spanish. And that became very complicated because it's not like a DVD where you could just like go to the menu, right? So you mm-hmm. you can imagine just that huge wall. And then I'm the type of person that I want to watch the movie in the original language. So nothing worse than you see the movie you want to rent, but it's only in Spanish with English stuff. Uh. I'm like, no, 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 man. Like, I ain't watching Shaun of the Dead like that. That doesn't work like that, which <laughs> it actually happened with yeah, that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the, those are the problems that, you know... I guess we took for granted in our area where, you know, we only had to worry about one version of it. Um, And I mean, obviously, when DVDs were more of a thing, you could probably just select the language. But obviously, with the VHS, you can't really do that. So I I never even thought about that being an issue. But definitely like in more like heavily bilingual areas that that can definitely be a problem. Um, But kind of getting back to some you know one of the memories i have and we probably covered this on the, the we did a video on pokemon snap a, couple, a while back a couple years back so go check that out in the archives but when it comes to games one of the first things that come to my mind is that snap station for pokemon snap yes because that was i think a blockbuster exclusive thing and pokemon snap being one of the best games ever to rent because you could easily beat it in a weekend but to come back when you returned your game, you could then print out the stickers and like whatever pictures you took, whichever were your favorite um, pictures, you could print into these teeny little stickers 
that I stuck on my CRT TV, like on the screen in the four corners of my old CRT. I think everybody had had to do that. Yeah. I had these Pokemon Snap stickers. The one I I remember there was one of Mankey because he was one of my favorite Pokemon at the time, but I don't remember what the other ones were. I I love that stuff, though, because... Yeah, I, I get it. You know, like we've we talked about movies like Terminator and all that stuff, and that's still watchable. But there's something about like when I think about video game uh, rentals and movie rentals, I remember it was a big deal because you would go to Blockbuster, in my case, Vito Avenue, and they would have like the large posters. So I, I remember with T2, they had the Asta La Vista baby. Mm-hmm. And you could just feel like there's something special, as annoying as it was, to their, you going there and they don't have what you want, right? It's Friday night, and you're like, oh, uh, mom, we got to get there early because all the kids are going to be going there. They, they want to get the thing. But there's something, there's such a satisfying feeling when you actually do go, and there's that one copy. You know you're having a oh, good yeah. weekend, and other kids aren't, right? Did you have that type of experience? Uh, yeah, definitely. There were times where you try to get to a movie. It's like usually the new release, they had so many copies, it wasn't an issue. Um, but if it was a little maybe less new and you wanted to get it, uh, you, you definitely ran into that. And that just reminds me, I'm pretty sure they had like the red case rentals and the blue case. Because it wasn't like the red case, you could only rent it for like two days before you had to return it. And I think the blue case was maybe like five days or a week. Here it depends. Here we had three tiers. So we had one day, which is the freaking worst. It's like, come on, man. You know, <laughs> talk about like just like feeling anxiety and then we'd have mm. three day and then we'd have uh the five day which is like reserved more for like old stuff and things like that and then we also had did you have like the wednesday specials where uh, or like a particular day of the week where the rentals would be cheaper even at the expense of like the amount of time you would rent it not that i not that i remember it's, it's very likely that we did i just don't recall so there's actually a whole lot of stuff that all of you mentioned once again on discord and you know, usually on the podcast, we save that for its own specific portion. But because I think it's definitely going to lead to a lot of nostalgic trip, I thought, hey, why not bring that up right here? So the first one comes to us from Xier, who writes, I just miss uh, going to a rental place just to get lost and what I really want to rent and end up renting some bad video game or bad movie. That really resonated with me because... I think a lot of us, like, we grew in faces, right? Like, mm-hmm. I remember going into uh, video game rental, and, and like, movie rental places mainly for movies or, or games as a kid. But as I got older, I got into anime. And I I had the internet, but there was something special to, like, going there being like, I don't know what the hell this anime is, but I'll check out this Cowboy Bebop thing. Like, that's how I stumbled upon Cowboy Bebop. I didn't know what the hell it was. I just saw the box art and I grabbed it. And that experience of like that randomized experience, you don't know what you're actually going to walk out there with. I really do miss that. Were were you the type of person that went in there with not too many expectations or do you kind of like you knew what you wanted? I, I think it was 50-50. There were some times where we, we went and know ex- exactly what we we're going to rent, but other times 
we were just kind of browsing around and it was so it was so much more of a tangible experience than today where you're just kind of scrolling through Netflix and you're you get blasted with this like trailer of whatever it is but there was something nice about just like walking around you pick up the box you look at the back you read it you look at the pictures and you're like oh, is, is this going to be good like you're not sure but the more just like physical experience of being there and seeing these walls of movies and and looking around there was so much more to it and it could be overwhelming at times but there you know you felt more compelled to want to pick something where i feel like a lot of times you'll scroll through netflix or something and you just give up and you're like "Ah, i'm not even gonna watch a movie and you walk away but like you weren't gonna walk away empty-handed once you were at that store like you were gonna rent something that's a really good point though because nowadays whether it's a game or a movie it's like oh ryan check this out you'll go to youtube there's like a two-hour gaming session or the trailer. But when you went to Blockbuster as a kid, it's like, well, you have the box art and then you have the two to three screenshots in the back and the synopsis. And and that was a big deal because it's like, if that's the movie or game you're getting for the weekend, you want it to be good. And Ixer mentioned, it's like, sometimes those boxes are very deceiving, right? And then you get oh, yeah. something and it was just awful. There was a lot of times I gambled and lost on some game rentals and you're stuck with that game for the whole weekend, right? You know? Exactly. So let's get to a couple more. Here we have Enjoy7CA, a great friend of the show who writes, I like just being able to go in and browse all the movies, trying to find something you wanted to rent. That was half the fun. Something, you know, kind of going back to what Exer mentioned, another part that I really enjoyed as I got older, right? And when you're a kid, I think we were obsessed. I don't know about you. It's like, what's new? Like, oh, that five-day rental section, those older movies, like whatever. But then as I I got big into like gangster flicks and all that, right? So like Goodfellas, et cetera. I love the fact that I could go to that section and I'm like, man, these movies are like a lot older than I am. How many of them did I not watch? And then I would just sit there sometimes 30, 40 minutes reading box by box. And I know a lot about movies and games today because of that. Did you enjoy that type of experience of like, you're getting older, so you actually enjoy some older stuff and then maybe you'd, uh, you'd rent it? Uh, usually... Uh- my parents are pretty good about introducing me to a lot of like classic older movies. I mean, a lot of them are the, like the ones pretty much everyone's seen, but you know, like Star Wars and Indiana Jones and things like that. But even movies like Alien and like the TV It movie before the the new one came out, obviously. But yeah, a lot of that is, you know, asking, like looking at the box um, cover and asking people about it and all that stuff. And then there was even that aspect of because i remember this specifically with the matrix was that some random person while we were looking at that movie said oh you need to see this movie and we ended up taking that guy's recommendation so that's another thing that's completely lost is just someone else coming up and be like oh i've seen that that's amazing whereas you know sure you can look at our youtube review now but kind of just having someone else in your town like recommend it uh it was kind of the the old school way of getting a a pretty good opinion on it because back then especially with critics like the newspaper movie critics were pretty like they wouldn't necessarily recommend the movie that the everyday person would like you know what i mean so no and and that reminds me especially of the gaming section i don't know if it happened to you but you'd always see like the mother or the grandmother that they weren't gamers but then whenever i was around 
or any other kid, I assume it's like, they're like, hey, finally, hey, what would my son like? What would my grandson like? That that was something that, and I felt so awesome. I'm like, here's 12-year-old little Juan, and I'm making a decision for another kid. Now, I mean, if you wanted to be an asshole, you could seriously <laughs> do some damage there. But yeah. at least I wasn't like that. You probably were, though. Maybe. Who knows? I doubt it. <laughs> I, I was always, I, 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 I'm a bad liar. I'll put it that way. So... So we have another one here from Eric Evan who writes, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it sure is funny. My friend and I were trying to rent some games and movies at Blockbuster for this long weekend we had coming up. We spent like two hours arguing about which movie we wanted to watch. When we finally made a decision, we went to check out. The cashier gave us the total. It was like $60. We asked, why is it so expensive? Renting is, uh, it should only be like five bucks each, which she sternly replied, guys, We're not doing rentals anymore. Everything is for sale. The whole place is closing down. There are signs literally everywhere. We looked around and there were like hundreds of signs saying, going out of business, no more rental purchases only. God, we felt so dumb. We just left. We didn't get anything. And that's like a bittersweet thing because when places are closing down, first of all, those uh, discs, they be very scratched up, right? So it's like your mileage may vary but you can get some very expensive and rare games for like a very low price, especially mm-hmm. with a, apparently it's in 2013 that Blockbuster decided to close its 300 remaining stores. This is, of, co- of course, excluding like the last Blockbuster store that everybody talks about. When you were seeing like these store closing sales and all that, were you ever compelled or did you ever go there to make a purchase? Yeah, I did. I bought a few games. So... Um, in the town I lived in when I was in high school, college, there, there was a blockbuster up the street that was closing down and I bought a couple games at least. I, I know for a fact I bought a skate game. I think I bought skate two and I think I might've bought final fantasy 13. I can't remember. I I think I did. I don't remember if I bought anything else, but I remember my my other friend that we he also bought a bunch of stuff there. Um, I might have bought a movie too, but I remember also buying movies from some other store that was closing. So I, I don't recall which ones I might have picked up, but I know for a fact I at least got a skate game. You know, I actually wish I would have bought like a movie in the blockbuster case, and I see a lot of people sell those on eBay just for like nostalgic purposes. But my yeah. last purchase at a blockbuster was a sealed copy this was like after the price started going up of ico you know we've, we talked about that oh, game yeah. briefly in some i got that sealed for 20 bucks and at that point it was going used for like 30 so i'm like all right yeah. nobody give a damn about that game but i did uh, yeah i'm pretty sure i had to pay like 40 bucks for ico back and then that was like 10 years ago when i bought it so i don't even know what the price is now they they be going up, man. They be going up. So <laughs> the next one comes to us from Maydross who writes, I like the local place we had here called Game Time that had one week rentals for about the same price as a three day from Blockbuster and had way more options as far as different consoles. And then he keeps uh, talking about, I don't know about favorite memory though. I know we had a, we rented a terrible Wolverine NES game from a local grocery store that also did game rentals. We really enjoyed it for some reason. And uh, I really wanted to bring this up because I remember Pueblo here in Puerto Rico and some other places like grocery stores for a little while, 
you would actually be able to rent movies and games. As, as a matter of fact, then Chris Farley, Beverly Hills Ninja, right? You know what I'm talking about, Ryan. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time I saw that movie was in Connecticut, where we went to uh, go grocery shopping, and then there's like five movies you could rent. I remember the shelf. And like just everything about it. And that's when I actually saw a Beverly Hills Ninja for the first time. A video rental at a grocery store. And your life changed forever. Forever, man. Did you ever have anything like that over there? Uh, I I vaguely remember it, but mostly like Redbox, which still, you know, there's still a few around my area. That's that's like the only thing that comes to mind. I, I vaguely do remember some random places doing video rentals, but I don't think I ever rented one from there. You missed out, man. You missed out. Let's see here. We have from Midnight Outlaw, who writes, working there for a month as part of my high school employment program. Got two free rentals a week, so I'd always get to check out some new games. I mean, first of all, that's, that's a pretty good incentive. The second thing is, I don't know about you, but... I kind of had this dream of like working at a blockbuster would be an amazing, like the the dream job as a kid. And how many movies, for crying out loud, would treat it as like, yeah. that is the job because you want to be the one to recommend. Did you ever work or want to work in a rental place? Uh, I don't think so. I think by the time I would have, I don't know, I, I ended up just having a job in high school that I kept coming back to in college just to have some money and didn't really yeah. feel compelled to to go for anything else. I think as a kid, it probably would have been cooler. I think I was more like, a, oh, wouldn't it be cool to work at GameStop more so than like a Blockbuster? But then everything I heard about working at GameStop was not great. So I was like, okay, no thanks. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things that it seems really cool in theory, but as a kid, I'd see so many grandparents, especially, that didn't really just know about these things. You know, even the good example is like a, a bad game. I saw a lot of grandparents return to Blockbuster just pissed off, annoyed, because it's like, my grandson didn't like this yeah. game. It's broken. But it wasn't that it was broken. It's like, it's a really bad game. Sorry. But I mean, you Yeah, I can just it, imagine right? a lot of arguments over rental fees and stuff for people who didn't return things on time and... I'm sure it was not at all worth it for like the benefits that those small benefits you might get out of it. I don't know if I ever, I must have told you, I'm pretty sure I told you the story over 10 years ago, but I think it's, this is as good as a episode as ever. So in Puerto Rico, for those that live here, you know that in Riondo, which is a mall in Bayamón, there was a very large rental place, right? Like almost like three floors. It, It was just rental heaven. My brother and I rented the first the first Flintstones movie, right? <laughs> Great movie. It's one of those things that you are so sure you return the movie, but then one day, Ryan, one day, as you're putting away clothes, you realize the movie was inside your drawer the whole time. Then, then what happened is we got a hurricane so we were probably like $20, $30 into late fees. We're talking months, right? It's like freaking months, okay? <laughs> yeah. We had a hurricane, so the place is shut down. Then one day, my mom my mom didn't even know this was happening, by the way. She was yeah. freaking livid when we found out. I swear this is a true story. Then the day we are going to actually return it, because my mom's like, we, we cannot keep this. 
The place shut down, right? Oh. We got to keep the copy. We kept the copy. Okay. Should wow. we edit this out, though? Like, am I going to jail? I was like seven yeah. years old, right? <laughs> I think. You know, you bankrupted that place. They never got their rental fee money to, to stay afloat, and they went out of business. Oh, my goodness. It all makes sense now. It's all, it's they, all your fault, Juan. They do have a donut place now in its place. So, I mean, hey, I, I think... Is it three floors? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this conversation. So... Another one, and this is going to really bring us back. Uh, Tashi Sineris, please, I, I know I butchered the name. Feel free to correct me in the comments, YouTube, any place like that, my friend. Thank you for the support. Uh, the person writes, not a specific memory per se, but just the feeling of renting a video game and movie and buying pizza is so nostalgic for me. And I think this is like the next level conversation, right? It's because like mm-hmm. step one, you rent. But step two, it's like you make that an experience. In your case, right? It's like you, you love that pizza. Was that your go-to weekend rental? Was that it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think about Blockbuster, right? If you were to imagine any day that you go to Blockbuster, what day is it? Oh, it's got to be Friday. Yeah, exactly. It's a Friday night. Friday night is like the perfect movie rental night. You pick up some food. We had a, like a Chinese food place next uh, next door to that blockbuster. So a lot of times we get Chinese food. But yeah, there was always like a it was like a great ritual, you know, of, of going there, getting some food, enjoying a movie or getting a game. Maybe you invite your friend over and you have like a sleepover and you you play the game all night. Uh, it's just, it's a lot of that is lost and it, it really makes me sad because I think renting games, I mean, there was a lot of games. I, I think everyone had that one game they rented so many times they might as well have bought it. And for me, I think it was WWF No Mercy. Oh yeah. I rented, I rented that at least like three or four times and got uh, like, and it was a, since the save file was on a cartridge, it's like you had to start over every single time. Another big uh, rental for me was Banjo Kazooie, and I mean, we st- at least we still have movie rentals in some capacity. But what really kills me is like the video, like video game rental is like pretty much dead. It really is, and and I think the thing that I miss the most of it is uh, I was watching. You, you you must have watched this YouTube channel, like Kids React. You know, they basically yeah. just react to like old stuff. And they actually had one about the blockbuster case, and then they'd just be talking about it. I appreciate that one of the kids actually pointed out we do not we we do not have the patience that all of you had back then. And I see that as a negative thing. It's it's the whole process that everything is so accessible. And I think our friendship, like we have literally evolved in this, right? The whole experience where now if I were to recommend a movie to you, you could while we were you we were recording, you could just find that movie right now and watch it the moment you're done. Is that accessible? Yes. Is that convenient? Yes. But I feel like you lose out a lot of the experience. And when you become so dependent on things becoming available right now, I think a lot of the fun gets taken out. Because, yeah, it's like, look, you could go to Blockbuster and have a game that wouldn't work, a movie that was scratched up to hell, or with uh, the VHSs. I mean, you could have a VHS and it would mess up and you would have to pay with Pokemon, uh, Pokemon, Hey You Pikachu on N64. We had to put down a deposit. The first time I played an N64 actually was uh, through rental. 
like a blockbuster. Yeah. I actually rented I was that say, with you Super could, Mario. You used to be able to rent video game systems too. And, and that was awesome. And, and it's the whole process of you're planning during the week. The thing that I remember the most is, oh, when I go to Blockbuster, I'm going to take my time and I want to get something that I'm really going to invest my time in. And then you would go and then you would try to find what you really wanted, but then you would also have like a plan B and C. And then, you know, you talk about pizza. For me, it was either a uh, Blockbuster. For me, it was either a Pizza Hut, uh, Little Caesars, or KFC was usually like my my go-to uh, combination. And I had Pizza Hut recently. Yeah. Oh, no, it's horrible it, now. It, it's not good, dude. It is not good. Like, we, we should have, we should have some kind of like, you know, we've had like a retrospective. You, you've been in my streams where sometimes like I'll try to react on things that I've had recently. It will be very interesting because I had Pizza Hut like two to three months ago as like a, hey, you know what? Let's relive that. I cannot, yep. like, I could not eat that pizza, dude. It was, I actually had <laughs> really? to give some of it away. To me, it was yeah. so salty and greasy. I'm like, this is this is called pizza. What the hell? And I I know I'm offending some people right now. Hey, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Now there there's one. You know, I recently moved about a year ago, and there was one near us. There there used to none be like not be any near me, and we're like, okay, you know what? Let's let's try Pizza Hut. Let's see. Like I haven't had it in years, so let, let's see if it's any good. And it was just like, you know, we got one. We got one pizza that was like sausage, pepper, and onions. And so with all the toppings on it, it was like much more acceptable. And the crust with the cheese is decent, but like the rest of the pizza is just, it's a no-go. Yeah, it's not its not great for me, but it, it's been a good conversation, Ryan. its It's become, this is going to be the final question to me, and I will also get your thoughts this is when I realized that we are getting older, like all joking aside, because this will never happen again. Like it is officially, we cannot, you, you can recreate, like I've actually thought about eventually turning my movie collection and video game collection into like kind of like that rental format visually, because I realized mm -hmm. that was it. We live through a time that will no longer ever exist under any circumstance is that something that you look at with sadness, with just like appreciation, or you kind of feel indifferent about the fact that nobody now can go through that experience? Um, it, it's more of, it's just like a nostalgia, like thinking about it, it, it makes me smile, but it's also at the same time, I understand that it's not practical and it doesn't need to exist anymore, but it's nice to just think of like, you know, the memories you know what and I just I, thought of? What? Uh, no, I just wanted to say is there's two rental places open in Puerto Rico still. It's like, do you, you should I need to go. Like go there and just see what what is that? What do you do? During the pandemic, I'm not sure it's like the best time, but yeah. for research purposes, Maybe once I may that have all to. clears up, hopefully they survive it. But I feel like that would be a good, like, even if you did it for your own channel, just like a, a nice piece of nostalgia, you know? Oh man, kind of like I, the game stores. That's yeah, why yeah. I do love like the retro game stores because that is like a, a big throwback too. But um, you were supposed to remind me of something that I told you before I recorded, but I actually remembered it. So because um, yeah, I forget everything. All I, all I told Juan was to say convenience store, and I um, couldn't anyway, even get like that I, right. Yeah, he, he couldn't even do it, but that's okay. Hosting is difficult. Um, so, like I said, I moved about a year ago, and recently. 
just driving down the street, there's a convenience store that after looking at it a couple times, I was like, oh my God, I figured it out. Like this convenience store looked weird. And I'm like, it's something clicked. And I'm like, this 100% used to be a blockbuster. I can just tell by the structure of the building. It has a blue like awning like around it. And it was like this brick building, but it had, he had these random posters, like the convenience store, they had like the, basically those cases on the side of the building, those like vertical cases that I'm like, I know movie posters used to be in those cases. Now he has just like, whatever, like get a Mountain Dew for whatever, one fifty, a dollar fifty or something. But I could tell, like, they didn't change enough about the building that you could tell it used to be a blockbuster. And I was and like, oh, that's like, it's it's a throwback there. I'm like, just kind of takes you back. It really does. It really does. And everybody, that's actually a really good challenge because I know there's a lot of buildings that they did not change. And you can definitely tell they used to be blockbusters. If you have a place nearby, people hit us up on the social medias, a cast of the past on Twitter or as I mentioned, and thank you everybody uh, for really making this episode awesome. It's thanks to all of you on Discord at castofthepast.com slash Discord. And if you enjoy the podcast, the best way you can support us is by leaving a five-star review on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and all of that good stuff. And the, the nostalgic ride, people, it is not over because next week, Ron and I are going to be sitting right here talking about the biggest gaming re regrets. We went over to the Discord. People showered us with their their deep, dark, sad stories, and we're going to be sharing some of ours. So uh, be on the lookout for that on another exciting edition of a cast to the past. I'm, I'm afraid to reveal some stuff, but people, we got to do it. We can't change the past. This, or, or can the skeletons we? are coming out of the closet. Can we change the past, Ryan? Can we make Blockbuster stay open? <laughs> <laughs>